0: Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio. With supply chain risk on the rise, it's imperative that trucking businesses are prepared to protect themselves against cargo theft. CargoNet is out with a new report on the topic, and here to talk more about that is Scott Cornell, Transportation Lead and Crime and Theft Specialist at Travelers. Scott, so glad you could join us today.
1: Oh, good morning. Thanks for having me. I my, appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. So, Scott, first of all, how big of a problem is theft in the transportation industry?
1: Cargo theft is something that you know, a lot of people don't really re- realize goes on out there as much as it does, but but it's a significant issue, and it's something that, especially right now, coming out of the, the, the with the momentum it it had coming out of the fourth quarter in 2022 and into now, and, and the increases we've seen over the last three years, that companies are really scrambling to try and deal with and, and, and solve.
0: And how much of an issue is it for the insurance industry?
1: Well, from what we've seen across the industry, cargo theft is usually somewhere around the second or third leading cause of loss when it comes to cargo losses. So it's a, it's a significant problem that you know, has been around for quite some time. And
0: Scott, I've got to assume that theft is having an impact on supply chain and inflation.
1: Well, I think it's more so that inflation has an impact on cargo theft, right? So whenever we see any kind of an economic downturn traditionally over the years, we see that drive theft, right? So we see that there is more of a market for these organized groups to sell the things that they steal. So they will go out and target and they will I always talk about the fact that there's a golden rule for cargo theft, and that golden rule is the fact that cargo thieves are going to steal what they know they can sell. And so whatever is in shortage or whatever's in need at the time is what they're really going to target. And we saw that significantly if we go back, you know, just briefly, if we go back to 2008 when we had an economic downturn, Coming into that, electronics was number one because the economy was booming. And, you know, prior to that, the economy was booming and people were buying what we would, might call luxury items or things like that. But by 2010, it, food and beverage became the number one stolen commodity and it stayed as that number one commodity all the way until 2019. Well, 2020, we come in and we have the pandemic and we have some economic struggles that you know, accompany that. And we see household goods become the number one stolen uh, commodity. Now, why did we see household goods? Well, we were all at home, right? Everybody was at home. We were building home offices. We were remodeling our homes. We were, you know, making them more comfortable because we were there more often. So we saw household goods become the number one stolen commodity. Then Coming into 2021, we saw electronics. Well, why electronics? Because we heard about a shortage in chips. And we, you know, th- so they're going to target those things as the economics drive the, the the desire for certain products or the need for certain products. Now, the CargoNet report that came out for end of year 2022 has household goods in the number one spot, but it's only barely ahead of electronics. And that's only barely ahead of food and beverage. So, Right at the top, those three commodities that we just talked about that we've seen really lead the pack, so to speak, over the last 10 to 12 years, they're right there neck and neck. And that's being led by demand, shortage, you know, economics, pricing, you name it, all those things come into play when it comes to what they pick and what they want to steal.
0: Interesting. Now, is theft and transportation the same as it was, say, 20 or 30 years ago,
1: essentially a low-tech crime? That's an interesting question. I always say that there is an underlying current uh, of cargo theft, and then there's a current that runs along the top. Now, the the underlying current is pretty consistent, right? There are two two real categories that we use for cargo theft. The first one is straight theft, and that's where they physically go out and steal it where it sits, whether it's a parking lot or a truck stop or a, a yard, you know, you name it. They physically go out and steal it, whether they're pilfering it, meaning they're just taking a pallet or two off the back of the trailer or they're taking the entire tractor and trailer. That's straight theft. They're they're physically going out and taking it. That's that underlying current that you're talking about. That's cargo theft that we've known. You know, I've been doing cargo theft uh, for, you know, 25 plus years. That's always been there. And that's the leading cause of cargo theft. That's the leading method of cargo theft. But. On that surface current, we have seen a lot of shifts and changes over the years. So, again, referring to that cargo net report that comes out for 2022, what they label as fictitious pickups, we categorize that as strategic theft. And strategic theft encompasses all the methods that can be used to trick you into giving them the cargo. That's really changed over the years. That, That has gone from simple identity theft of a, of a trucking company or inserting yourself at the point of delivery and fictitious pickup to manipulating uh, databases to you know potentially having some cyber involvement that allows them to find out about the loads or get the paperwork or download the paperwork to go and pick up a load. We've seen somewhere around 2013, 2014, we saw Uh, GPS jammers come into the country now that that was always very common in South America Uh, it was it you know it's a day-to-day method that we see down in South America and Mexico and even in some places in Europe but 2013 2014 we started to see the use of that technology in the US now that's largely died off here uh, but we have seen those changes whether it's the use of technology the use of the internet Um, the use of computers to falsify paperwork. So we're seeing that, you know, that pacing where it's keeping up with modern day and what's available for them to use to commit these crimes.
0: So what should transportation companies be doing to mitigate the risk?
1: I really think, you know, when you look at the numbers, when you look at the increases, so cargo theft, I think, was up 29% in 2020. Coming out of 2022, it was up 15%. But as I mentioned earlier, really a strong momentum coming into 2023. Out of the fourth quarter, the fourth quarter it was up over 30%, 31%. Right, and and really severe increases. I think the number is somewhere around a 600% increase in those strategic type, fictitious pickup, identity theft type of thefts. So really coming into 2023 with heavy momentum. I really think awareness is key. Does your entire staff really realize the scope of the problem? Are you using resources like a cargo net or or any other database that you can get to really make sure that your entire staff that's involved in the movement of freight is aware of the problem? Once they're aware of the problem, they're going to be more cognizant of it. They're going to pay attention. They're going to look for red flags. They're going to, you know, so you need to have that awareness. I think second, you really need to have a plan at this point right now the resources that are available to respond to cargo theft are really minimal he, you know here for us at travelers we have a fully dedicated cargo theft team so we have 10 investigators on call 24/7 365 that respond to cargo theft for our clients and they've recovered uh, over 85 million dollars in stolen goods for our clients uh, in you know over uh, since 2005 when they were uh, when we created that unit here. But if you don't have a resource like that, work with your insurance company. Talk to them about what resources they might have available. Make sure that you have a plan in place. What are you going to do if your driver or your dispatcher calls you at two o'clock in the morning on Friday? And says, hey, we've had a theft. Do you have a plan in place? Do you know who you're going to pick up the phone and call? Do you have all the information that law enforcement would need? Because the first thing you're going to do is always call law enforcement. You're always going to call law enforcement first. But do you have information for them? Do you have the trailer number? Do you have the tractor number? Do you have the do you have the uh, the bill of lading? Do you have all that stuff? Or was that all stolen? And now you're chasing information. So you really can't answer anybody and they don't really know what they're looking for for you. So you have to have that plan in place before something happens. When it comes to things like that, the strategic thefts or anything like that, you really need to uh, train your carrier compliance team or whatever you name it on how to vet carriers and make sure that the person that you're talking to on the phone really is who they say they are. Because the number of identity thefts and double brokering scams that are going on right now really has the industry spinning. And so you really have to train your staff on how to recognize that so that you don't fall victim to that type of theft. And when it comes to straight theft, you just have to have really good process and, and procedures in place. When we work with our clients to teach them how to prevent cargo theft, we, we do it in a layered approach. That first layer is you know good process and procedures, things that, will, that are relatively free, but that just need to become habit to help prevent cargo theft. And then the second layer would be adding in hard locking devices like air cuff locks, high security rear door locks, seal locks, things like that. And that third layer is the use of technology, uh, covert tracking, things like that, that can enable you to help recover the load or monitor the load as it's moving.
0: And for agents and brokers, how should they be talking to their clients about coverage needs?
1: Again, I really think awareness, encouraging their their uh, for agents. I think it's it's really encouraging their customers to preach awareness, to use resources that are available to them, to take things like a cargo net report and share it with their employees, to listen to podcasts like this and interviews, right, where they can learn a little bit more about the problem. Uh, there's several others out there, uh, you know, do the research and know what resources are available to them, you know, make sure, you know, if you're an agent and you're talking to your, uh, your client, are you helping them find out what resources are available? Like the ones that we talked about that we have here or some other, you know, depending on who you are with and, and who your carrier is, what can they do to help make sure that you're getting that open line of communication on all of that? Scott, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. No, oh, thanks for having me. Really appreciate you reaching out. That
0: was Scott Cornell, Transportation Lead and Crime and Theft Specialist at Travelers. And I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV.